Hey Gators, how's it going? How's it hanging? How you been? Uh, a bit later doing this one this morning because uh, I've been trying to fix a door. Well, a door came off uh, this morning. Uh, the one beneath the sink in the kitchen just come, literally came off. It's one of those and it's, it's on a hinge. So I thought I'd get my star screwdriver out, you know, the old one. And uh, luckily enough, I've got my T-shirt on that uh, I can flex the old uh, muscles. <sighs> you have no idea. You have no idea. I don't know how to fix it. It's on the it's on the metal hinges. They're supposed to sh kind of shove into each other. I can't fix it. I can't. I, I've I've been dripping with sweat. I will not need to exercise at all today. What is it with my head and things like that? I can't be a proper man. I can't even fix a door. What is it about? I I, I look at it, and I even I YouTubed it. And my wife YouTubed it. I, we tried to. What is it we're not doing? The screws were, so we thought, hmm, let's let's try something else. Don't worry, I'll get to the rest of the stuff in a second. Let's try this one. Let's look at the YouTube and then also try and find what the other brackets, hinges look, hinge and brackets look like in the other cupboards. None of them are the same. They're all different hinges on my cupboards. I got the fright, mind that phrase, uh, Friday after Friday afternoon uh, cars, with a record that um the British, what's that, BRMB, B, not BRMB, that's a radio station, uh, British Motors, and they reckon you've got a Friday afternoon car, it's a bit dodgy. So uh, we, the, not, not one of the brackets in the other kitchen doors are the same. Not one of them. And I can't for the light, I've taken screws, I've taken brackets off, I've put brackets back on, <clears throat> and I still can't find what I'm looking for. I still can fix the hinge of my door. So I did the next best thing. I phoned a, a joiner and they're going to cut. It'll cost me a bit of money, but I spent the best part of an hour and a half trying to fix it. What is it with my brain? I cannot look at something like other men and just go, you know, what? that's what you need to do. Drill in there, screw in there and tighten up the nut. You need tight nuts, don't you? And yesterday, a wonderful time, we went off to Sunny Honey, and it was sunny, it was warmer in sun, uh, Sunny Honey than it was in the gated community. We managed to get a, a special dispensation uh, to go out, because uh, my wife wasn't working yesterday afternoon, so we went to Sunny Honey, uh, and on the way back we got compost. But the fish and chips were great. We went to that place underneath, uh, it's underneath the uh, arcade, right, oh, it's Sunny Honey, uh, there's a great place underneath that we got there, and too much salt in it, but oh man, when you don't eat much salt, I don't eat, well, I've, I can't, you know, you've got to watch your salt intake and everything. And this young lad said, you want salt pepper? And not salt pepper, salt vinegar. I said, just the salt, son, just the salt. And he put, <laughs> you know, half a ton of salt, but it was gorgeous. <gasps> it was, I know I've been talking about donuts and everything, and I will go somewhere else apart from Sunny Honey. But, oh, it was gorgeous. Then my wife thought, hey, let's have a pudding. Before we go and buy our compost, we're very excited. We're going to go and buy some compost. So let's go and buy some pudding. So we went up to this place. They did a, a kind of Mr. Whippy, but they did it with Jersey ice cream. And I thought, that's the one. That's the one. Five quid for two. But that's fine. You know, you're at Seaside. I'm eating my, um, uh, what's his name? My little bit of chocolate, my little bit of flake. And suddenly a seagull pooed 
on the side of my cone, not on the top, on the side. It must have had a trail. It must have been leaving a trail and it just went down the side of my cone, the base of the ice cream onto the side of the cone. And I don't even think it got me in the hand. No, it didn't get me in the hand. It just got that. It was like almost the perfect hit. It'd probably get in for uh, extra lessons because it didn't take out the whole cone. So I, I just wiped the poo off. I didn't eat the rest of the... I didn't eat the cone bit, if I'm honest. I didn't wear that. Uh, but I, I just... You know, I did it. You know, uh, I, f I feel all right today. I, but I wouldn't recommend this at home. I, I, I think I got rid of everything. And it wasn't on for long because I went, oh, yeah. I nearly swore. That was the other thing this morning, kind of fixing the kitchen door. <laughs> I never swore. I used to have a terrible temper. Oh, man. I used to have a terrible temper. Now, as you get older, you think, what's the point? Just gets your blood pressure up and gives you palpitations. So apart from that, it was a lovely, uh, lovely day. Uh, and well done, the seagull that uh, took out my, uh, nearly took out my whole of my cone. And then we went with the compost and we bought a couple of plants as well. I bought a, a spiral. This is, this is boring though, isn't it? I've started, no, I'm a born again uh, gardener. Born again gardener. And I bought a spirea. And then this plant that looks slightly reddy black. I forget the name of it, but it looks really nice. So, all in all, not a bad little day, uh, you know. And then uh, I came back and just thought about what I talk about. Well, I didn't think about that at all. I fell asleep in the couch. So we're going to wear masks as of twenty fourth, as I said before, and it's kicked off in the House of Commons. Some posh geezer, uh, you know, one of those kind of uh, you know those kind of guys that uh, probably was a teacher in a school that uh, you know was um, you know for kids. In private school and they you got what's the name when they got you know was it fagging is it fa i can't remember it's the name where kid, one kid looks after another it's like, you know. uh but this posh geezer stands up and uh, wearing a mask was a complete imposition and it will probably stop him shopping and going and shopping i don't think he shops much more the for a new cravat that's his, his cravat will go down you don't see cravats now much do you you see, all the officers used to wear them in the RAF when they were off duty, a cravat. It's sort of around from the Erks, or the rest of us. But this fella says it's a massive imposition. And then, uh, to add to it, uh, Michael Gove, the man, you remember Gove? I want to be the Prime Minister, please let me be the Prime Minister. Oh, please, Boris, just this once. He went into one of these shops and uh, bought some food, not wearing a mask. And you remember he said it was good manners? He said on the Sunday, it was good manners to wear a mask. Well, apparently, it's not that good of manners for him. Uh, for Because uh, he he was spotted. And, and you know what? He didn't really care. He looked at the camera. The camera was taking the, the photo. Uh, Liz Truss, the, uh, uh, she's an industry secretary. I don't think she's going to be there for much longer. She was uh, spotted wearing one. So you think, you know. So, hey, watch this space. How it's going to develop. Wear a mask, everybody. It's your right to... Uh, no, it's your responsibility to look after other people. All right? Remember the thing. You're not spreading the, vi the virus on to anybody else. Right? If you put the mask on. And, you know, if it's disposable ones, put them in the bins, because that's another thing I spotted. Uh, bins are getting a bit um, full mm. with, uh, no, not bins, uh, the side of the bins, uh, people are throwing them away and not putting them in the bins. 
Please put your uh, old masks in the bin. News from the Gator community. Bobby Tingle is back in court. I thought he was going to be out last Tuesday, but he's not. Oh, look at that. Look at that. One of the floats for the St Vitus Day has just come back. It's a good, great big missile. And it's done in comedy colours. That's nice. Oh, it's just trying to see if the, uh, all the trucks and the tanks will get round. We've got the uh, St Vitus uh, uh, militia coming. We've got a militia here. Yeah. So they're just going round and checking out the roads are wide enough for the tanks and the rockets. I'm looking forward. It's going to be a great day. We're still in rehearsals. Anyway, Bobby Tingle's back in court. Apparently, you know, he's locked up. Uh, allegedly, um, he did his elephant impression to one of the uh, guards. She was not impressed at all. Uh, so he's up again for inappropriate uh, de demonstration of his elephant impression. To be fair, I've seen his elephant impression. It's pretty impressive. If you've never seen it, I, you know, next time you see me, ask me to see, uh, show you my, my elephant impression is not very good. You need the right pockets for it. <laughs> uh, Shelly Shapes. Uh, you may remember Shelley Shapes. She was the uh, the famous. She was the queen, really, of keep fit. There was the green, what's her name, and uh, and the other bloke uh, on ITV, um, uh, Mr. Motivator, and the green was it the green dragon. Uh, what's the name of that? The green, the green. Anyway, she was the green woman. But of course, the, the Shelley Shapes was the massive. She was you know bigger than all. Uh, she's been living in the gated community very well, uh, but she's been thrown out because she's been guilty, found guilty of money laundering. I don't know any more than that. Uh, partly she's sort of kind of got connections with some Russian oligarch. That's what they call them. They call them an ol oligarch. And she's been doing the money laundering. And uh, actually, to be fair, I always take my change around for her to change it, and it's great. She gives you, you take all your loose change around, and she. She gives you the uh, the notes, which is lovely. But she's gone, she's thrown out. So the, there is a, a vacancy, and it's a really nice house she had. It, it uh, yeah, it had a big exercise gazebo and all that sort of thing. So that is available if you fancy it. Yeah. Hey, this is one. Fertility rate, jaw-dropping global crash in children being born. This is from the BBC website. The world is ill-prepared for the global clock crash in children being born, which is set to have jaw-dropping impact on society, say researchers. Falling fertility rates mean nearly every country could have shrinking populations by the end of the century. That doesn't mean people are going to get smaller, right? For all you literalists out there, it means the population is getting smaller, not the people. And 23 nations, including Spain and Japan, are expected to see their populations halve by 2100. I'll be gone by then. Is that selfish? That's selfish, isn't it? Well, I'm not around then, so who cares? Countries will age uh, also age dramatically, with as many as people turning 80 as there are being born. Yes! My dad don't know if I fancy getting to 80. I don't know. It's hard enough to get my leg over my bike at the moment. And then, well, it is. I've got to put the bike down on its side. I can't get my leg over my bike, OK? The fertility rate, uh, the average number of children uh, give, uh, a woman gives birth to, is falling. If the number falls below approximately 2.1, then the size of the population starts to fall. In 1950, women were having an average of 4.7 children in their lifetime. 4.7? Well, I'm, so that's what that'd be in 1950. Well, my mum only had that too. So as a result, the researchers expect the number of people on the planet to peak at 9.7 billion around 2064, 
Will I be around 2064? Oh no, I'll be gone by then. 26, yeah, that's 40. Oh, Craig, I'll be away. There's a pretty big thing, said uh, Professor Colin, uh, Christopher Murray. It's incredibly hard to think this through and recognise how big this is. It's extraordinary. We'll have to reorganise societies. Why are the fertility rates falling? Because you're not having enough sex. No, I don't know if that's true. I do. Um, it's something to do with fertility. It's something to do, I don't know, whether sperm's uh, not as good as it used to be or whatever. Um, but it looks like, yeah, places like uh, China, they're going to drop big time. I mean, didn't they do the one, didn't they put a law on about uh, uh, you know, no more than one child or two children? I can't remember that. So watch, watch what you're doing, everybody. Protect your sperm and protect your ovaries or whatever you have to protect. But just protect them because you might be called in. Oh, well, maybe I could be called in. You never know. I could uh, I'd be asked, as I'm a major minor celebrity, maybe they could ask me to come in and uh, procreate on behalf of the world. I'm happy to do that. Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah, Huawei. Huawei. So there is a government U-turn, but we can't call it a government U-turn because it's not a government U-turn. Uh, well, it is. Six months ago, we didn't we get the big announcement. Uh, Huawei were going to get involved with their 5G and everybody seemed happy. No, Boris, apparently Boris Johnson did, you know, voice reservations about uh, letting China come into our, our 5G. They're already building us a nuclear power station. All right, they're already doing that. And they're already invest, investing millions of pounds. But Huawei are not happy because uh, they are connected. With, the, the problem has been uh, that their connections with the uh, kind of, you know, the Politburo, the people that are the, the state. They're seen as a state-organised company. And the idea of them getting into our 5G and all that, everybody was shouting, whoa, oh, hold on. Hold your horses, Mrs. or Mr. Let's not dive in. But we, we, got, we went with it. We went with it. Now it turns out 50 uh, backbenchers or 50 politicians not happy about it. And there's a good chance if it went to vote, the government would lose. So they're not going to... Uh, so they've decided we're not going to go with uh, a Huawei, a Huawei, a Huawei, a Huawei, a Huawei. We're not going to go with them. Uh, it's going to cost us £2 billion. We need to get this done by 2027. 2027. And it's going to cost us £2 billion. Another U-turn that's going to cost us a fortune. £2 billion by 2027. Uh, so we're going to have to find other people. Apparently there's some British people can do this. Meanwhile, Boris Johnson is jumping for joy because he's saying, it was me that made the Brits... Go again, yeah, because I told the Brits. I told the Brits, oh, I was going to do, that's Bill Clinton. Tremendously, that's Hughie Green. Anyway, I told the Brits that if they went with Huawei, Huawei, then they wouldn't get any business from the US. So suddenly, uh, so Boris Johnson is going, well, see, I threatened them. If you go with Huawei, you get no intelligence from me. I would expect now that we will be asked to sign up with the Russian version of Huawei and take their, their uh, yeah, because they are apparently safer to work with than, according to Boris, according to, not Boris, uh, Trump, they are better to work with than the Chinese. Because, you know, the Chinese, we can't, they can't be trusted, according to Trump. Uh, so we're going to go with, uh, well, you know, 
We've got to try and find our own local people who have been making it and can do these things anyway. But to get out the contract with Huawei, two billion quid. We've got to take all their nuts and bolts out of our system so they don't, you know, they don't interfere with it. Isn't it brilliant? Isn't it just brilliant the way decisions are made? That they can just go, what? All right, no, no, we won't build. No, all right, then you don't want us to do that? Fair enough. Bye, Huawei, Huawei. They've gone, sorry, am I shouting this morning? I don't know. I'm maybe still high from trying to fix a kitchen door. All that testosterone that I don't have and all that, um, what do you, is it end, endomorphs? And more or whatever it is you ate when you exercise, it's still coursing through my veins. And I'm still thinking about it. I'm still thinking how I could fix the door. Because I've got to have another man come round. Another man's got to come round and fix the door for me. All right, old boy, don't what's it was a problem, old boy? You'll probably say to me, Oh, bless you. Yeah, doors are heavy, aren't they? Are they heavy? Are those doors heavy? Yeah, they are. Oh, well, don't worry, we'll fix it for you. You go and have a nice cup of tea and light your pipe. That's what you'll say to me. Big news about hot dogs. Just coming in. I don't mean dogs, which have overheated, and don't mind you, I remember. Don't wear, don't keep your dog in the uh, car during the, any kind of, well, don't keep your dog in the car. Just do that, you know, I mean, don't leave it. Competitive hot dog eaters nearing limit of human performance. I wondered when this would happen. A maximum of 84 hot dogs in 10 minutes is possible, says Sports Science Study. Yep, somebody's studying how many hot dogs we can eat. Uh, scientific analysis suggests competitive eaters have come within nine hot dogs of the limits of human performance. Oh, gee, that must be exciting. The theatrical, theatrical, the theatrical, the theoretical ceiling has been set at 84 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Wow, I thought it was an hour. In 10 minutes. The current world record, uh, record set by Joey Jaws Chestnut earlier this month stands at 75. James Smoglia, Smogliga? Smogliga? A sports medicine scientist. I've got to read these before I do them, shouldn't I? I do it every day. I, I, I should read these. Uh, this uh, sports scientist said, um, says that uh, he described 84 hot dogs as the maximum possible for a Usain Bolt-type performance. The analysis is based on 39 years of historical data from Nathan's famous hot, eat, hot dog eating contest, which is an annual spectacle of gluttony held on Coney Island. I've never been to Coney Island. That's, I think it's a kind of like fairground kind of place. I don't even know if it's an island. Uh, combined with the latest sports science theory, which uses mathematical modelling to project trends in performance. Surely, is it, if you've got a really massive stomach, you can do it. Though when you see these eating contests, very often they're won by a, a very slim person. I saw one there, what was it, a woman? We, a wee lassie, a wee, you know, a young woman, slim as you like. And she scoffed, I don't know what it should be. Was it steak bakes or something? Uh, so uh, by 1990s, the participation of Japanese extreme eaters, yeah, they, they go extreme, changed the playing field. In 2001, Takera Kobayashi downed 50 hot dogs, smashing the previous record. So 84 hot dogs. It's the, it's the morning after all that. Getting you more money than the morning after. 
if they steal a hotel, I wouldn't like to clean their hotel room the morning after. And it was, the idea of all those hot dogs in your stomach, in your colon, on your semicolon, on your colon, colon, in your colon, Powell, they're all hanging there. Last bit of news today because I've got to clear off. And what am I doing today? Well, I'll go back out on the bike. I'll plant those flowers we got yesterday. I'll get the compost out. I'll sit and look at the door again. I'll think about how I could do the door, how I could make that door work. And uh, maybe the uh, maybe the joiner will come round, and maybe he'll maybe he'll just say, oh, maybe he'll say something to make me feel better. Maybe he'll say, oh, don't worry, these are a nightmare. These, yeah, yeah don't, so don't you, you're not the first man to be, be defeated by a kitchen door. I'm a trained killer, by the way, though I'd never use a, a door to kill anybody, unless it came off at the right angle. Here it is. Dog walker, dog walker runs away from UFO crash site in the woods after hearing weird sounds. Ben Landricombe, raced back to his camper van alongside with his dog when he was disturbed having stumbled across a long column of flattened trees in some woodland near Medden in Devon. Girl, my land! Uh, he discovered the flat area of trees at 4pm on a Monday. The dog walker took photos, photographs of the compressed vegetation before hearing weird sounds, prompting him to run back to his camper van. He said... Found a crash site in the woods, could be UFO. I stopped to take the dog for a walk in the woods as today we're camping. He said there was no indication as why the trees were pulled down, adding, They were snapped at the top. That was what I thought was a bit strange. Ben continued, We took the dog for a walk and it felt eerie and we walked about a mile and came across this. Oh, he took pictures and then felt someone was watching us. Oh, I heard weird sounds, so I ran back to her camper. To be fair, it does look a wee bit kind of thingy. It just looks like somebody's been in with a big... It might be the... Uh, what's that bloke with the scythe? Yeah, the uh, the death guy. Gee. Something strange about this place, said Ben. He says he won't be going back because it's spooky. And he recalled hearing screams. So it's strange noises. It's developed into screams. UFOs. Why would anybody... What is it with UFOs? The idea that somebody would come, want a, a, a really intelligent race or, or uh, space aliens would want to come to us and just look at what we're doing with the world as it is. Why would they want to come? Unless they think, you know what, this lot are just going to... They're going to blow up any time, then we can move in. That's maybe what they're doing. But they're not coming here to learn anything, are they? I wonder if space aliens can fix a kitchen door. Hey, that's all I've got time for. Wear a mask indoors. Wear a mask whenever you like to wear a mask. More mask wearers, please. It's Of course it's good common sense and it's good manners. It's all science though. It's science. Wear a mask and stop the spread of the coronavirus. You have a lovely day and if you know how to fix a kitchen door, keep it to yourself. <laughs>